Welcome to episode three of our podcast, The Books That Shaped Us. Today we're going to be talking about Percy Jackson and Lightning Thief, chapters two and three. Um, Theo Lee's knit starts to death, and Grover unexpectedly loses his pants. Yeah. You didn't let us, you know, say our names. I know. Like you're supposed to. <laughs> okay, I'm Shamia. I'm Ashley. I'm Michaela. Okay. Sorry. Well, yeah. They don't know a shit. What if they're new? We so, have to remind them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then what if they're only here for Percy Jackson stuff? I. We don't know. Totally forgot. So yeah. So I mean, episode three, chapter two, the LA's knit stuff to death. So that opens with Percy. Reflecting on the weirdness that has been going on after lately. school oh trip. Yeah, after his school trip. Why does no one recognize his teacher? Yeah, he's wondering why no one's recognizing. Well, everyone recognizes Miss Kerr, but no one seems to know Miss Dots. He tries to catch them off their guard, you know, make them slip up. She's actually pretty, just pretty smart. Of that's so smart. I would have never thought oh. of that. Oh, our dogs. Hi, Ebony. Hi, She's walking away. She wanted to come say hi to us. Hi, girl. Why are you panting? She's fine. Yeah. She just ran down the stairs. But, yeah. (laughs) Ev, go get a drink of water. She doesn't want to get a drink of water. But, yeah. So, but he does notice that Grover cannot lie. He at can't all. lie to save his life. And so that tips him off that something did happen. He isn't just imagining things. Why do we get the guy that can't lie to do this? I, I don't know. Because <laughs> Michaela this doesn't seem pretty smart. They need someone to fit in. And they thought that this guy would fit in. He's our best option? Yes. I guess so. Yeah, he his grades start slipping. From starts getting into a lot of fights because he's not sleeping very well because he says all these nightmares, right? No, no. Um, oh wait, no storms. It's the storms. But the NATO. I mean, he can't. It's does it say that he can't sleep? It doesn't really. It doesn't really. I don't know why I thought that happened. I. Just that's that's just chap- something that that's I'm chapter sick. three. Yeah, he does have a nightmare in chapter but, three. But okay, that's where but I just don't know why I had that idea but, in my head. Or the biggest tornado ever hit the Hudson Valley. Yeah, and a lot of you know small planes are going down. And then he called their English teacher, Mister Nickel, an old sot. Yes, I <laughs> remember this. A lot, like this is um that I remember a lot. This I feel like this is re- referenced a lot in Percy Jackson fandom. I don't know. I don't remember this at all. This was like maybe I just really loved it when I first read it because I don't even know what that means. <laughs> no, I, I think have it really no is... idea what it means, but it sounded like something good like to say. It. Like that quote, I called him Mozart. I wasn't even sure what that meant, but it sounded good. Like that's something that sticks out in my mind. That's something that, like when I think of lightning thief. That's I, something I think. I of. just I just snapped. Yeah, that's something I think of. So I think that was mm, basically Rick means time. an alcoholic. <laughs> I never thought to look that up. Actually, do your research. Okay, but fine. Gets sent home, 
and will not be invited back to Yancey Academy next year. Expelled. Yes. Expelled. And, yeah. He reflects that he'll miss them, but he decides, you know what, I'm going to actually study and ask the teacher for help because I, I like Mr. Brunner. Yeah. Is it Brunner, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Brunner, I like him. Mia, you've read this so many times before. I know, but for some reason I think Mr. Brunner. Why? I don't know. I just imagine Mr. Brunner. That'd be ridiculous. Wow. Hi, girl. Goes to show the importance of great teachers. I know. It is, like, yes. Because I was thinking, I never really... I guess I had some good teachers, but I didn't struggle, so I never had to go ask for help. Mm. But there are some teachers that, like, I feel like if I did struggle a lot, I would I would have gone ask them for help. Mm-hmm. That's He's taking Latin. I know taking Latin in middle school, which I mean, I don't. Props to Yancey Academy. Props to them. I know, like, I wouldn't expect that out of a school for delinquents. Actually, it's for rich kids. Mm-hmm. It is it's for, for rich, rich delinquents. delinquents. So. That is something that... I'm getting my money's worth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then they have a three-hour exam, which... I mean, I know I didn't go to, like, a private school or, like, any type of non-public school, but... Hey, hey, you took state tests. I did take state tests, but they weren't... Uh, all day long. They are kind of long. It was all day. We had half days for it, though. Exactly. More than three But hours. just for once... Like, one subject like, for the AP exam, it was like on the half day. Yeah, and like they let us. But go, that was high school. They let us go early. That was like, high school though. That wasn't middle school. I wasn't twelve taking AP exams. You were taking standardized testing. Standardized testing, yes. Even. But it was like the star or the leap test, and those <laughs> were all subject, not just one subject. Um, the algebra teacher that was also a coach at our high school, he hated standardized testing. He wanted to get rid of it so bad, but he was like, if I say this like publicly, the school wouldn't like that. I know that. Well, yes. He's right and he should say it. Yes. He's right and he should say it. We loved him. But then Mr. Brunner calls Percy not normal and that he doesn't fit in here. He, he's not a good fit for the school in front of the entire class. He says that to a 12 year old. I know, to a 12 year old. He almost cries. He can see Nancy like making fun of him for this. And it's like, Mr. Brunner, I know what you're trying to say, but Percy doesn't know that. And you, it seems like you've done more tact. I go to you for help. I know. And you call me a weirdo. Like, like <laughs> and like how he will only, I will only accept the best from you, Percy Jackson. I'm 12. Like High expectations. I know. What kid needs. Which I, I hated that when teachers would say like, oh, you should be doing this or like, ah, oh. like I remember one, one time, like one teacher was like, why are you in, in taking this class? Why aren't you taking the AP class to me one time? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I hate when teachers put all that, all that expectation on you, actually. Let me underperform in peace. I know. Let, let me perform how I'm going to perform. I don't want your expectations on me. But that would have scarred me, actually, if a teacher did that to me. You killed your self-esteem. I know. 
but then mm. oh wait does this happen before or after with the um grover and um, Mr. before okay wait no that all happens after oh. i thought you were talking about like the conversation with um grover and mr brunner no no it no. happens the that the light the before. weirder stuff happens after um before? After the, um, no, the weirdo stuff happens after Grover and Mr. Brenner talk and Percy E. drops, right? Or is it after? No. I don't think so. Yeah, um, like, here, page 18, like, near the top. As exam week got closer, Latin was the only test I studied for. I hadn't got forgotten what Mr. Brenner had told me about this subject being life and death for me. I wasn't sure why, but I start to believe him. Actually, you don't, oh, you don't okay. understand what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when okay. he calls them weirdo in front of the class. I skipped oh. over the Grover and Mr. Brunner. So okay. I'm right. I'm right. Oh, well. So let's go back to that. Grover and Mr. Brunner mm-hmm. are talking in his office because Percy decides that he wants to ask him for some help and advice about the exam. Why do we talk about like what happens after the exam before? Like Because I skipped did. it. As now we move on. Yeah. But he, though that's kind of a big scene. Like it, it sets up the winter solstice being a pretty big thing. Um, we get the kindly one. Yeah. Grover talks about kindly one and the mist. Yeah. Um, or not the winter solstice, the summer solstice. Sorry. Like a lot is kind of said during that one but, eavesdropping part. Why is yeah. my best friend talking to an adult about me? Yeah. yeah. In um, the dead of night. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about him. And, like, and then he eavesdrops. And it's like, I'm, I'm not usually an eavesdropper, but I dare you to try not listening if you hear your best friend talking about you to an adult. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but I like this because, I mean, I know exactly what all of them talking about, like with the mist and kindly one, and the summer solstice. And I just like that it's kind of dropped on you, like how it's dropped on Percy. And you're not given context for a lot of it. Yeah. You want your bits and pieces. Because mm-hmm. then he also hears, like, an animal-like sound. Yeah. After he drops his book. Yeah. Then he hears so what sounds like to him is, like, an animal. Hey, yo, you hear some clopping? Yeah. Well, he's, like, clopping and, like, animal snuffling. So I'm like, I didn't know that they made animal sounds. Mia, come I on. I mean, <laughs> what do you think about them, Kayla? Clomp, clomp. <laughs> Who do you think? I, what do I you think? I know he's a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what you know and what you don't know, actually. You know, you watched the first do movie. Do not though. underestimate me. Come on. <laughs> sorry. But yeah, so, sorry, I skipped all that, but I meant to talk about that, how it kind of drops you right into it. And I think I like that about this book. And then I can reread it and, like, know what's happening. What did he fail at? How do you fail at your duties already? I, oh, yeah, they do. They bring that up, too, that this is Grover's second chance. Yeah. See, a lot is dropped yeah. in See, this part. 19. Mm-hmm. Sir, I, I can't fail on my duties again. Grover's voice was choked with emotion. You know what would that, you know what that would mean. Yes. So a lot is dropped in that one scene that I kind of skipped over for some reason. 
because I wanted to get to him, Mr. Burner, calling him a weirdo, which that's still that would be so traumatizing. But yeah, so and then Percy gets back to his dorm, and somehow Grover is in bed He's as zoomed. if he was studying all night. Mm-hmm. Like what? How'd you? How'd you get here? Yeah. Hey, dude. Teleporting. Y- you okay? Yes. You you look bad. Wait. It's time to go home. Mm-hmm. What are you guys doing over the summer? Oh, you know. Being rich. Yeah. Taking vacations. <laughs> what about you? I know. Uh, I, um. Being oof. broke. I just at home. I just gotta go home. Oh, oh well, that's kind of oh. cute, I guess. I <laughs> like. They're all rich. Yeah, I know. I forget about that when thinking about the first book. A lot of these like details escape me for some reason. That Yancey was like a rich kid's school. Yeah. Which how do you get into Yancey? I'm pretty sure it's explained later. Maybe I don't know. Like how? Like this is the rich delinquent school. He's not a rich delinquent. He's just a delinquent. Not a, you're broke and not normal. I know. Oh my oh, god. No. Oh my gosh. But, um, but yeah. Then Percy and Grover, Grover get on the Greyhound to go home. Um, the Greyhound. Oh, well, on the Greyhound, Percy kind of springs up the kindly ones onto him and tells him that he's shocked. Yeah. And he receives Grover's business card. Which, the oh, card was in fancy. No. The card was in fancy script, which was murder on my dyslexic eyes, but I finally made out something like Grover Underwood, Keeper, Half-Blood Hill, Long Island, New York, 800-009-0009. Yes. I wonder if that number still works. I don't think it does, actually. Like, I think it used to work, but I don't think it does anymore. For, but also, the- for one, Grover just has a business card, and it's like, oh, yeah, he had a business card with him. He's supposed to be 12. And then- and- why would you Camp Half Blood? Why would you have the business card in fancy script? You can't read it if you're not us. But like it's in I fancy can't. script. I can barely read cursive. If like you can't I, read cursive, you got bigger problems. I know, I, but like Percy's dyslexic. And that's not a good script for dyslexic. And <laughs> I like, can't I read really that. Think, Oh, wait, do they tell you that yet? They tell you that in the movie, though. Like, what? all the half-bloods are reflected. So yeah. why would they make the business cards in cursive? Yeah. Like, wh- what's what's that gonna do for them? Yes. Like, I... I hate it. I... <laughs> like, make it just normal text. Comic Sans. Comic Sans. Comic Sans. Yes. That's... I can read that. Cursive. You know they're all dyslexic. Like, even though it's not cursive, it's still fancy. So Comic Sans is not fancy. No, yeah. But, like... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But I don't understand why they would put this in cursive. It's not in cursive. Well... It's just fancy. Fancy. But it, like... Why would they need to do that? He's 12. We don't even know what fancy is yet. <laughs> That's true. Like, c- 
cursive and just like fancy looking ones they kinda, that are for like, me that's just a circle so but um he also for some reason isn't loves a half blood hill out loud yeah i mean okay and then because grover says that it's his summer address um percy thinks that grover is a rich kid too Oh, like, oh, oh this no. dude got a summer house? What? I didn't think you were also rich. Which, I mean, why would you assume that, I guess? Because I'm also broke. <laughs> I guess so. I guess you would just assume people are similar to you. But I'm like, yeah. if I was going to like a rich kid school, I would think yeah. everyone's rich kid. Unless they said otherwise. Like, especially told me they aren't rich or like said something that would tip me off that they aren't rich. But, um, yeah. And then, um, I, okay, we'll, we'll talk about the movie at a later time, but I did like that, um, the protector scene in the book is slightly different from the one in the movie. In the book, per like, Grover says to Percy that I'm supposed to protect you, Percy. And Percy is kind of taking it back at that because he's like this entire school year I've been protecting you from the bullies like all year long something's not clicking and like he's saying like I've lost sleep that he would get beaten up next year without me to protect him and now he's saying that he's trying to protect me but in the movie it felt more like wait this kid with crutches is trying to protect me <laughs> ableist yeah yes which is I guess it's not really it's not really I guess it's a plus for the book not really. It's just really just a minus for the movie for me. But this isn't really talking about the movie. But it when the I read whole, that, that's all I could think the of. The whole movie is a minus. <laughs> yeah, but it just it just rubbed me the I when I read that again, it just made me remember the movie. And like Grover in the movie comments that like, oh, just because I have crutches, you think I can't protect you? Which I mean, I don't remember anything from the movie. Really. I don't either. Like, but. I just remember, like, the stuff that makes me mad. Yeah. But that retroactively made me mad. So. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, In the book, it just felt more to me, like, it was more like, I had been protecting you, and now you're trying to say that you're protecting me. Which I, I guess never promised to protect you from high school and middle school bullies. <laughs> Only the big stuff. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know! Like, you can't protect me from the high school bullies, and you're going to protect me from bigger things yeah and like of course percy asks you know what are you protecting me from and that's when the greyhound bus breaks down yep and then we get they go outside and we get the scene where there are three old ladies knitting gigantic socks with blue yarn which i've gotten to knitting lately and i don't know now i kind of want to make socks with blue yarn i only have a I only have like two things of blue yarn though. I need to go buy more blue yarn. They will not have blue yarn when you go to and the And not store. like the electric blue. I feel like the, this one said it had. Yeah, electric blue yarn. Yeah. Um, they were you know, at a, like, just at a stand with lots of fruits and stuff. Um, I've watched Hercules. I know what those ladies are. Oh yeah, 
but they're. I know they're not the same. I know. I told you not to underestimate me. <laughs> hey, come on. She's not dumb. Exactly. Who? Who do you think the yarn was for? What do you think it's for him? <laughs> Someone's dying when I cut the string. Yes. So it's her Percy. Yeah. Yeah. All three women looked ancient, with pale faces, wrinkled like fruit leather, silver hair tied back in white bandanas, bony arms sticking out of bleached cotton dresses. The weirdest thing was, they seemed to be looking right at me. That's... that's the weirdest thing? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, Percy, you don't want to mention that to someone? Like, hey... Those three women are all staring directly at me. Stop being so self-conscious. I know. Just like Bella up in here. Maybe they're looking at Grover. I know. But, and then he watches the, um, the middle one as she cuts the yarn and he said like he can hear the snip of it Fine. all across four lanes of traffic. And I don't he, think that's a good sign, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good sign. And then he knows it's not a good sign when Grover it looks sick and asks him what he saw. And he describes it as like Grover, once he tells him that he saw them snip it, he said, it looks like he's picking the flowers for my funeral. And that's the yeah. final and then, line. Um, like, as soon as they cut the yarn, though, um, the bus, like, starts working again. So, the three of them definitely mess with the bus just to be dramatic about this. Which is Ayo, I want to look you in the eye, Percy, when I cut this. Yes. So, yeah. Which, Rover, you couldn't have stopped that. I know you yeah. tried to, <laughs> you couldn't have stopped that. You can't that. stop that. They, he was meant to see that. They made a point to make sure they saw that. Again. <laughs> again. I know! Oh. Uh, what do you mean again? Oh. Uh, again? This is just like the last time. They never make it past... Oh. Oh. Ayo. Oh. Um, sixth grade. They never make it past sixth grade. What? Uh, what? <laughs> yes. Grover is not... Grover... Rip. <laughs> He's not the best person to to keep this stuff a secret. He's not. He can't lie. He can't keep secrets. Like he's just like um like the podcast I like listen to for Harry Potter. He's just like Hagrid. Yeah. He's sure. he, he's Hagrid. A little bit. Defender statement. A little bit. I don't like know all the way. Like a little. Because mm, Hagrid... Mm, 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 mm. Hagrid's more of a mentor role. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I know. I'm just... They, they cannot keep secrets. Mm, I tell secrets on purpose. This guy's not doing that. Grover is not telling secrets on purpose. I so think to be mischievous. With a wink wink. And a nudge nudge. Also, also don't door put me up to this, so... Yeah. I don't think 
anyone will put up Grover up to reacting like this. Hmm. But then again, I have it's been years since I read Harry Potter, so I have only read the first one. See, but yeah, I did because I only like needed one for a book report. Like, look at this. Seven Due to recent events. This is not a crime anymore. Seventh or eighth grade. Eighth grade. Yeah, because that's the same year I did a book report on Percy Jackson. This kid's only watched the movies. I know, only watched the movies. Let's laugh. Let's laugh, girls. What? <laughs> but on to chapter three. Grover unexpectedly loses pants. That is a lie. This kid well, don't even know about the slavery issue. I know. But confession time. I know. I thought you were talking about Percy Jackson. Let's, let's, let's go. That I only read the enough about J.K. Um, Rowling's crimes. I know. I hate her. Okay. Yeah, Harry Potter, I only watch the movies. Still Which, care, but let's move let's, on. Let's move on. But chapter three. So yeah. Um, Percy's a bad friend. He's and, not a bad friend. Grover's a bad friend. I just ditched him. He's talking all about this death, and I'm not going to make it past sixth grade. Um, I'm in the sixth grade. Oh, <laughs> um, still. Percy is just scared, and he wants to go home and see his mom. I'm defending Percy. I just saw these Percy ladies. does no wrong. This kid's talking about not again. I know. <laughs> the scene is pretty doomsday-ish. Um, if something's coming for me, I want to know what. Well, he's freaking me out. He's I gotta, freaking I gotta, me I gotta out. Go. I gotta go. I gotta go. Like, you said you would wait, and then you didn't. No. No. Why would I? This guy, obviously, he's keeping something for me, so why you should said I? You gotta protect me. You do the protecting. I know. And do your job. Not even doing his job right. Let's meet Sally. Yeah. Sally Jackson. Percy's mom. Yes. I kind of love Sally. Life is full of strife and heartbreak. <laughs> I know. Like, um, she's the best person in the world, which just proves my theory that the best people have the rottenest luck. Her parents, her own parents died in a plane crash when she was five, and she was raised by an uncle who didn't care much about her. She wants to be a novelist, so she spent high school working to save enough money for a college with a good creative writing program. Then her uncle got cancer, and she had to quit school her senior year to take care of him. After he died, she was left with no money, no family, no diploma. Kind of rude of that uncle. I know. So rude. Like, what? Dang, dude. You didn't even care about me. And then you died right before. Was it even worth it? I know. And he calls... Her only good break being the dad. I mean, would that be her good break? All that got her was a child. Yes, I mean, it got her me. <laughs> I guess that's the way he's thinking about it, but that just Horace Benz. I gotta work to keep us afloat. I don't even know my dad. I know. You don't even know him and you're already calling him the highlight of her life? Yeah, he was rich and nice yep. with a glow. Yeah. And then, one day, he set sail across the Atlantic on some important journey, and he never came back. Lost at sea, my mom told me. Not dead. Lost at sea. And no one knew who his parent was? No. I mean, she could be lying. He might be in jail or something. That's true. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> that man. is true. But, yeah. And then we meet Gabe Ugliano. Ugliano? Not subtle. Stinky. Uh, 
Like Rick Riordan. You're yeah. not subtle about that one. No, and he doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to be. He this doesn't. is for kids. Yeah. Even though kids are pretty smart. Yeah. They, they were good at it anyway, y'all. But Ugly and stinky. I know. And as soon as Percy walks in the door, you got any money? Uh, nah, dude. Mr. Krabs. I know, Mr. Krabs up in here. And stingy. <laughs> like, hey, yo, you probably took a 20, um, you know, gave a 20 to the taxi, so that means you have six or seven dollars left. Yes, he did have some deductive reasoning in there, which, huh? Yes. yes. Which, it just reminded me of everyone hates Chris. Julius. Julius. <laughs> like, that's all I could think of when I read that. Seven dollars worth of change. I know. I seven dollars worth of change. It's that, and then, like, in the Demonator episode of Drake and Josh, how Drake just did all this math in his head and like timed it perfectly. Yes. Yes. And Josh was like, "You I are need, failing math. I need this. I, I need this." But yes, Gabe is ugh, disgusting. I won't take any criticism or comments. His mom has a smell fetish. <sighs> I don't like that. First of all, I said I do not take criticism, constructive or otherwise. I mean, and I am right. Michaela, you're not. I'm, I'm kind of right. No, I'm kind of right. <laughs> no, I know why he's here. I know what purpose he serves, but she still has one. I don't, I don't like that. Don't I don't like, like it. it. No, I'm still right. I do not believe that. And I, I will never. I'm still right. So you are not. I am right. No. Yeah, I'm kind of right. <laughs> no. No. As far as I'm concerned, I'm right. I say, because, I mean, you know why he's there. Yeah. And? But once he's gone, he's gone. Like. And? Uh, um, <laughs> Kayla. You can have a fetish and still not have a fetish. What? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah. No, because then... No, because then he's gone, and I guess, spoilers, she gets with another guy, and he's he's not smelly. Sometimes fetishes change. <sighs> Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, I told you I don't take any criticism. I'm gonna critique it. No. I have criticism I, I for that. I think I'm right. I don't, I don't think you're right. I won't but... take any criticism at all. <sighs> he's so greasy. Like, smelly Gabe. Though, um, kind of, a lot of children's books do this, where, like, the parental villain role is always overrate, and, like, the, like, that phobia, like, it focuses on his weight a little bit, like, yeah, Gabe had put on weight, he looked like a tussless Wallace in thrift store clothes. Like, he's bald. He's bald. Ayo, I mean, children... Are horrible with that yeah so and oh, they are blunt children's lit villains are fat yes yes a lot yeah they're either super fat or super skinny yes i guess but like the men it's the, the men it's the fat phobia it's the it's the fat phobia but <laughs> yeah so mm-hmm. rick you could have you already had the smelly part 
You didn't have to add him. He's already ugly. And like, like, make him pick a struggle. Like, pick a struggle for him. Ugly and stinks. Ugh. But yeah, the fat phobia is it's like right there. This is not where that bookmark should go. But yeah, and then Sally, she walks in the door. Yeah, we meet meet Sally. Yes. And she works at the candy shop, so she smells sweet. She works at sweet. sweet on America. See, that's already good enough of a contrast. Sweet versus smelly Gabe. You could have gone exactly. with that look. Scent fetish. I like a different <sighs> scent. Actually, I'm gonna revise. Percy's got the scent fetish. Kayla, no. <laughs> no. That's his parents. They smell good. And they stink. I like the stinks. No. <laughs> no. no. No, no, and that's just, I just thought of another stinky time. There is another time where Percy talks about stinkiness. Hmm. Really? I forget well. which book, but there is a time. Oh, oh shoot, what wait, book is this? It's Battle of Labyrinth, isn't it? I think so. The Demon Horse Ranch thing? Two times, that's not what I was thinking of then. What? There, I guess we should keep track of that, but I don't, I am going to critique that. I won't call it a fetish because he's still a child, but sometimes you like things that smell weird. <laughs> I like the smell of gasoline sometimes. <laughs> but he that's just the smell, the smell of gasoline, that's not like... He likes stinky stuff. <laughs> I... As does his mom. Shoot, what book am I thinking of? What? Apple Fallen Fall. That's the, the, the old seaman ne Nereus. What? Oh my gosh. Why I, can't I think of what book that is? I can't remember. For some reason. I think it's Titan's Curse. Like, I remember these books, but I don't remember them. Oh my gosh. I can't remember. I think it's Titan's Curse. But I guess we'll get to that yeah, when we read Titan's Curse. I don't think or I, whatever book. I don't really remember Titan's Curse. Yeah, it's like the much. old seaman near. No. What? It's Titan's Curse. Yeah, it's Titan's Curse. Okay, we'll get to it when we get to Titan's Curse. Yeah, I know like, what I'm thinking of now. I think out of like all of them, I remember Titan's Curse least. Oh, it was my least favorite. I remember, but I gotta re I gotta reread it again because I think I was too harsh on it the first time I read it. I just didn't like the first time I read it. I feel like, but let's go back to the yeah, chapter four. It's misogynistic too. <laughs> Sitting on his tail. I know. Asking for food. I know. She just got home from work. You've been there all day. You've been home yeah. all day doing nothing. You're playing, playing poker, poker with your with your buddies over there. With your stepson's money. I know. Like, stealing your stepson's money. And you're telling her to go, go make food? Even though, like, at, like your, your friend, like, the landlord, isn't it? Eddie? He's like, like, after Gabe acts, you know, you got money, kid. He was like, hey, yo, he just got home. But mm -hmm. he was, but complacent. He was complacent. Yeah. I'm gonna take that money when I win this poker game. Yeah, he would've. But then, um, they, you know, start catching up. Yeah. And he was like, uh, she doesn't really seem that mad, um, about everything that happened at Yancey. Yeah, that's unexpected. I think she expects it yeah. at this point. Like, six schools in six years. Kind of proud you made it this far. Huh. Um, you made it. So. We're running out of schools to go to. 
Yes, we'll, we'll figure it out, but we're going to go to Montauk. Yeah, Ooh, Montauk. the same cabin that we always go to for three yeah. nights. What's so special about this cabin? I know. But yeah, so they go to Montauk. Yeah. And he gave, they take Gabe's um, Camaro and he says, you know, don't scratch my car up. But like, I'm going to be the one driving the car. Like, she's got a budget. Oh, she has a, I gave her a budget. But she um, gets an allowance. Like, and he said how, you know, it's coming out of her clothing budget. Like, you serious? You, you serious, my dude? But then Percy does that um, hand movement that Grover did to ward off evil. And like it blows Gabe back. So I'm like, dang. Slams the screen door. Implies he's evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which yes. Yes, he, he is evil. But Which is, that hand movement thing is something that doesn't really come up a lot. Like I feel like that. It doesn't. It only happens in this first book and like the first half of the first book too. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't remember it, it being mentioned. Like, it's the fourth. <laughs> I know. But they never use it again. Which I'm like, I feel like you guys fight against some other. If they do, evils. then like, I don't remember it. But yeah, it's just a thing that Rick, I guess, introduced here and just dropped. Yeah. And which, then yeah. yeah. So yeah, they get to Montauk. Percy says how, like, his mom, you know, it looks like she gets younger, more happy, carefree, a weight lifted off her as they get closer. Yes. The dark spirit is gone. I know. He wore it off evil. But yeah, and he explains blue food <laughs> and how Gabe said to his mom, you know, no such thing as blue food. So, she went out of her way to make everything blue. Why would you think there's no such thing as no blue food? I know. Sir. Gabe, have you literally never heard of blueberry? What? There are, there are a lot of blue foods. Yeah, like bottom of page 37. See, Gabe had once told my mom there was no such thing. They had a fight which seemed like a really small thing at the time. But ever since... My mom went out of her way to eat blue. She baked blue birthday cakes. She mixed blue. She mixed blueberry smoothies. She bought blue corn tortilla chips, and brought home blue candy from the shop. Like petty. That is petty. It's where Percy gets it. He is. He he is very petty. But yes. he's petty and sassy. But yes, a little. Let's talk about my dad. Yeah. What was he like? I know. He had a warm glow around him. That's all Percy himself remembers. But Sally describes him as kind, tall, handsome, and powerful. Yeah, but gentle too. Yeah, with <laughs> black hair and his green eyes. So we get our first description of, of Percy, what he looks like. Yes. Yeah. Same, kind of the same way. Because. <clears throat> Same way, like, in Twilight, how Bella doesn't really describe herself. We actually, do we, we don't actually, she, we get that she's a brunette and brown eyes. And it says she's 24. Really? Basic looking. Yeah. Yes. 
Because I know, because the way we get Bella's is... She average. She said, like, she's not tan. She's not... She doesn't have green eyes or blue eyes. She describes herself in, like, negatives. Yes. I guess I should talk about that on... on I should have talked about that on the trial one, not here. But we get what he looks like. Green, green eyes and black hair. And that's kind of the only description we ever really get of Percy. We don't really get yeah. his description. But he... That's like the... I don't know why people expect that. They're the main character. How often are they going to describe themselves? Also, when main characters describe themselves, you guys hate it. Really? A lot of people hate when main characters describe themselves. I feel like... Why? I don't Have you ever read a fan fiction? Think of fan fiction talking about themselves and introduce themselves. That's the that's the stereo. Because it My always feels like that. Dimensions Dark darkness way. is waving away. Raven way. But Cheers. I had long ebony hair I, with red streaks in it. Yeah. I never read that one. I mean, I haven't either, but. Yeah, when I mean, characters describe. I main characters describe themselves, people hate it. And also, I haven't really read fan fiction. I've read some, I just haven't read a lot. My like, gosh. Leave me alone. No. We won't. We always need to make fun of you for that. You deserve to be bullied for that. I don't. That's a punishable offense. She's gonna start reading fan fiction and we'll see. Bullying works. I know. But yeah. Um. She says that he was only there for one summer on the beach. But Percy was born this summer. Yes. So I don't... Do, do gods... Do demigod incubation times, are they different? Why wouldn't they be? Because, I mean, he was born in August. Yes. He's a Leo. Yes. And? Yeah! Leo! But if, if the, dad was only, the dad was only there for a summer, then... I, I don't understand. Am I just not mathing this right in my head? No. It can last as long as we feel like it. <laughs> what? If I could turn into a bird and rape slash impregnate someone, then I can make them wait as long as I want. That's true. There are no rules here. There are no rules. But, so I, I guess I'll take that as demigods. They're, the Tom and their mothers can, eh, they can figure that all out themselves. It's up to them. He wants a summer, he wants a summer baby. So yes. he took it, a summer baby. But yeah, um, he figures finds out that he actually never met his dad, even he, though he like remembers like doesn't really remember his face, but rumors like a warm glow about him. Mm-hmm. And then um, you're gonna get sent away again. <laughs> yeah. You're about to go to camp. Mm-hmm. And your your dad said if you were anything like him to send you to a place. Yo, he wanted to send me to a boarding school? Nah, summer camp. But I didn't want to because it would mean losing you forever. I could lose you forever. But yeah, and then Percy gets like all these memories back of thinking about like all the weird and unsafe things that happened to him. There was just a snake in my cot. Oh my god. Can you imagine going up to one of the cots? Or <laughs> in your yes. And just seeing a snake in there? 
No problem. I already killed it. It's okay. Oh I already gosh. killed it. I, I just painted with it. What? I just thought about Leo. I do not know what you're talking about. I see. <laughs> there was a. I'm pretty sure it was Leo, but like with like the stuff with Leo when he was a kid, how um like the like aunt had like him like go get bit by a snake well like the aunt because i will say aunt because that's a spoiler in a way i don't from know. what i remember we'll just have to go there where we and go then also there. i don't know what you're talking about i know like i don't know <laughs> what you're talking about i need to reread here's olympus because i don't remember things listen so- to like radio camp half-blood because I'm pretty sure they talked about it in an episode, in a recent episode. I got, I'm on my horror and slash two crime podcast kick right now. Yeah, actually. I I'm know. not on my book podcast kick, so. But yeah, they talked about that Leo got bit by like, or like, was messing with a snake. Okay. In a way. But yeah. Yeah. What was I gonna say? Oh, and then like the whole snake thing being a parallel w- with Hercules, which I do like the parallels to myths that Rick does and those in there. I like them more when they're like just different crests that they go on and kind of remix it. But that was like just, I'd say that's Hercules, right? Or is that, no, that's um Apollo. Um, What's the day with snakes? That's Hercules. Sure. Yeah. My grasp on Greek mythology has been slipping. <laughs> Like I cannot remember we things need anymore. To watch, um, rewatch like Greek um, mythology documentaries and things like that. I used to love those. I know it got annoying. It got really annoying. That's why I got into Percy Jackson though. Yes. So like I, I feel that. like your Greek mythology was at the same time as you like just repeatedly listening to One Direction. Like it was like around the same time. Mm, I'm not sure. The One Direction phase was a very quick one, so... Yeah. It was a flashbang. Oh, no. It... It would have predated that. When did One Direction disband? Um... It doesn't matter. Whatever year that was, that's the year it got into them. 2015. It was 2015, so that was... Because it was five years ago. That No, then I was into complete mythology way before that, so... Really? Actually, th- yeah, yeah, yeah. Heroes Olympus came out like Heroes Olympus came out in like 2011. So, but back to this. Um, he has he like thinks about that, and he has a vivid dream that night. That it is yes. not at all a metaphor. It's definitely not. You know, some foreshadowing. That was to come. What's about to happen? No. But he sees a golden eagle and a white horse just trying to kill each other. They they fighting that out. What does this mean? I know. And then a dark voice from the from the uh, below the earth is is trying to con- uh, influence them to fight harder at each other. It's a rumbling. Mm-hmm. And then the eagle, you know, is going for the horse's eyes. And Percy screams no, and then he wakes up to, you know, a hurricane. Like, his mom just over him saying, like, 
hey, wake up, there's a hurricane. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere. I know. And then Grover comes knocking at the door. Not knocking, he's pounding. He, yes, he comes to the door. And um, the mom immediately knows something's up and says, what did you not tell me? And Percy tells him, or tells the mom what happened. And he's like, he he's kind of in shock. How do you know my mom? I know. Yeah. First, how do you know my mom? And then second, he you tell you say something in Greek, and I understand the Greek. That is Greek, and that I know what you just said. And then I, I look down at your legs. He's I, got hooves. I know he got cloven hooves, dude. Where are your feet? Uh, yeah, and that's that's how that chapter ends. Yep. Iconic, actually. Truly. Yeah. So, what are you guys' overall thoughts of the chapters? Any last-minute things that we didn't say that you forgot to say? Um, no, I don't. I make, um... We're moving the plot forward. Yep. Thoughts moving. Things are happening again. It... Planting seeds, seeds for other plot points. And foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's about it. Yeah, we get kind of more into the direction of the story. I feel like the action's picking up a yeah. little bit. Figuring out what's to come. Yep. We're not introduced to all the characters yet. But we get more of a grasp on how Percy, like Percy's inner voice, yeah, and what he values almost. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You can say, yeah. Hmm. All right. And we get the taste of the supernatural. Not super, yeah, supernatural. And that not all is what it seems to Percy. Got to learn some things, but yeah. Hooves. Yeah. Those are his hooves. <laughs> but yeah, we should have asked Michael what he thought about this. Michael did read up to here. Yeah. But, but yeah, later on we'll, if we do like a thing where it's like end of the book, like discussion, we bring him in for that maybe. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, up next is my mother teaching me bullfighting, and I play pinochle with a horse. What do you think's gonna happen, Michaela? Um, my mom's gonna teach me stuff. I'm playing stuff with a horse. <laughs> I know. What do you think? Getting the camp. Yeah. Yeah. I told you. We'll probably have not underestimate me. <laughs> Come on, man. It'll be better for the the next movies. Even though we've talked about it, we've talked about Percy Jackson around you a lot. I don't know how much of that you listen to, but. I'd be listening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great chapters. Mm-hmm. I, they're easy reads too. I know like it's meant for children, but these are really easy reads. I like I like Rick's style in these books a lot. Good writing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very entertaining to me. Hmm. I think that's all, folks. Yeah, that's all about all. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Next time.
Bye. Bye.